Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. church every week. I was in church every week, but I wasn't in Christ. I was just in church. And there are millions of people like that in our world today. Well, they're in church every week. They're doing the religious duty, but they're not in Christ. They don't know Him. And you'll get all kinds of advice, all kinds of counsel, all kinds of opinions from people who are not in Christ. Be careful. Because the Bible says, if they're not in Christ, who are they in? Say it out loud. The evil one. Just because someone might be in church does not mean they are in Christ. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that there are many who go through the religious activity of church, but that doesn't mean they know Christ. We need to be careful about who we listen to and seek out for advice and counsel. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 2 with today's message. The Bible says when you do that, He sends His own Spirit to live inside you. He moves in and literally makes you part of His family by giving His life to you. Now, what the Bible says about that in in a few places is that it refers to that as being in Christ. Now he's put his spirit in you and there's a oneness there and you're in Christ, but the world around you is in the evil one. You see the contrast? You're in Christ. If indeed you have deliberately come to him and said, okay, I see it. You're God. I'm not. I I need you to change me. I, I need you to forgive me and put you know, put life, I want to be with you forever, I want to be part of your family. If you've done that, then well, then he's made you alive, and, he, and you're in Christ. But your friends, your neighbors, your family members, the people you watch on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and whatever else, maybe so, maybe not. I mean, we don't know, right? We don't know. I can assure you that many of them, they're not part of the family. Now, we need to Pray that they wake up. You know what I mean? And we don't write people that because that was me at one point. It was you at one point. I went to church every week. I was in church every week, but I wasn't in Christ. I was just in church. And there are millions of people like that in our world today. Oh, they're in church every week. They're doing the religious duty, but they're not in Christ. They don't know him. And you'll get all kinds of advice, all kinds of counsel, all kinds of opinions from people who are not in Christ. Be careful, because the Bible says, if they're not in Christ, who are they in? Say it out loud. The evil one. And it troubles me so much, because I I hear people a lot of times, you know, young men and women, for example, 
don't see the significance of this. And they're out there, they're dating and whatever, and, and, and I'll, I'll hear it. You know, usually, I, I don't know why, but it's more common that I hear it from young women. Pastor, I know he's not a Christian, but he's nicer than most of the Christian guys I know. And, and he's a very spiritual person. Okay, but, but let's think this through. He's not a Christian, so it's not the Holy Spirit making him spiritual. Not a whole lot of options, you know what I mean? It's either the Holy Spirit or the unholy spirit that's making him so spiritual. You know, the Bible says that Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Come on, don't be dumb. Let's not be gullible. We need to be wise, careful. Wise as serpents, he said. Harmless as doves. Be wise. If it's not the Holy Spirit, then who are you dealing with there? I'm not, listen, listen, I'm not saying he's demon-possessed, okay? I'm not saying he's deliberately trying to fool you, although I have encountered that more than once. What I am saying, what I am saying is that if they don't have the Holy Spirit living inside them to transform them and to lead them and to instruct them, then they're in the evil one. They're, they're still under his influence. Do you see that? Do you want the devil to be the one influencing your decisions, influencing your attitudes, influencing the way you see the things in, in your life? No, of course not. We don't want that. I mean, he's the liar. He's the deceiver. He's the destroyer. He's the accuser of the brethren. Well, then stop listening to him. You see what I'm saying? We don't even realize we're doing it a lot of times, do we? We get our counsel. We, we allow the attitudes of our, of our world, the attitudes that we hear from the news media, we adopt attitudes and opinions of people who are under the influence of the evil one. We need to wake up and recognize that that's what's going on. The whole world is in the wicked one. No, we human beings, we're, we're not in charge right now. Somebody else is in charge. In the sense that the vast majority of the people in positions of power and influence in our world today, do they know Jesus? Do they have the Holy Spirit living inside them? No. The vast majority of them, no. Therefore, who is it that's influencing them? If it's not the Holy Spirit, it's the other one. You see what I'm saying? We need to wake up to the reality of what's really happening in our world. Now, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 1 in a minute if you want to go there, and I'm going to look at Romans chapter 8 as, as well. The Bible refers to Satan as the prince of the power of the air. In other words, the, the, the idea there is the, the ruler of the power of the the one who's in control of the power of the air. Also calls him the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Taking us back to my previous point, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience is not the Holy Spirit. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience is not the one you want to be listening to or getting your advice from or coming into alignment with in terms of your attitudes about anything, right? Politics or anything else. No, no, no. You want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 16 says, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, join heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. And now I used to think that that was the idea of martyrdom. I really don't think that's what he's talking about. I think he's just talking about 
walking with him through this life. You know, this life is filled with all kinds of trials and tribulations and difficulties and sufferings, and a lot of people are doing it without him. They're doing it more in harmony with the evil one than in harmony with the Lord. And he says, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Now, that was what we were just talking about, right? All of creation affected by the corruption, subjected to futility is the way he words it there. But it says, eagerly waiting for the revealing of the sons of God, you and me, our redemption. When we get the new body and, and all of that's done, when God finishes the work he has begun in you, the Bible says that all of creation is earnestly anticipate, eagerly waiting for it. You know what that tells me? I got kind of tickled as I was thinking about it. I was looking at my daughter laying on the sofa with, with our big bull mastiff, and it occurred to me, he may actually know more about our future than we do. We think of them as dumb animals, right? Our pets, I mean, they don't, you know, they're just, just a, a dog, a cat. Or, well, all the creation, hmm, earnestly expecting eagerly waiting for the revealing of what we will be. All I'm saying, okay, all I'm saying is, wouldn't it be interesting to find out that our pets have a greater sense of anticipation and excitement about our future than we do? I believe they do. Based on, based on that, based on that scripture. Because, I mean, I have to tell you, I, I've not met too many Christians that are eagerly anticipating what awaits us. Eagerly anticipating what we're going to become when we pass through the curtain to the other side. But the rest of creation, eager. Oh, eager. Because the creation wasn't subjected to futility willingly. And it also, verse 21 says, will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Are you looking forward to that? Glorious liberty. You're not experiencing it yet. I don't believe we can even begin to contemplate, which is what he's telling us. He says, we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pains together until now. Listen, remember what we've already talked about. God's plan never changed. God, he works one plan, one plan. He only needs one plan. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, 
But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.